0: Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy that's here, always and forever, stuck in time, unfrozen and frozen at the same also moment. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am in quarantine with you in isolation in the east wing of Wayne Manor right now in the Library of Evil, where I prefer to be, where I have uh, spun quite a yarn uh, or two and and I do all of my... uh, uh, ah, doings and a carryings-ons, if you will. Carryings-ons? I have no idea. So uh, yeah, welcome to welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for joining me. If you're new to the podcast, uh, nice to see you. Nice to, you know, per- metaphorically or whatever. Thank you for joining me, I guess you could say. Um, here we are, still, uh, still locked away. And um and on this all days uh of all days, the day I'm recording this, you know it's it's uh, zombie Jesus day, as you know, and um now, because of this, no one can go out to the cemeteries and uh <clears throat> dance around and you know rejoice and have their uh, cemetery feasts when when we bring the zombie Jesus uh, from the crypt, uh, you know, metaphorically, I guess, or or ceremoniously, if you will. We can't do any of that anymore because of this. And, you know, that's just it. That's that's the hot button topic. That's what everyone's talking about. You cannot avoid it. Uh, Quarantine and uh, not being able to do anything with people is... uh uh, our harsh reality but you know hey what are we gonna do it's it's nothing i I realize there's nothing i can do to change this and i'm not gonna i consciously choosing to not waste my energy on uh giving any mind share or anything to to this uh situation that we're in because it cannot be helped and i you know so I'm not that's where I'm at this week. I'm I'm done feeling down about it. I'm done uh, you know sitting going like fuck, you know, having those little spin outs. I'm done with that. I'm not doing it. You know, this is the time to I, I'm still just gonna move around this obstacle as best I can, and I'm still finding out ways. Uh every every day, every uh every single day. So uh yeah, so this week, um, you know, the rundown is uh Not much doing, you know, I don't have too many things to tell you about from this week when uh, I can't go anywhere. I I will say that uh, I I was a little uh, uh, misty-eyed this morning only uh, because I am am at this very moment, should be in Nashville, Tennessee, at the full moon, uh, you know, whatever it is, convention uh, with my friends Amanda and Jeremy and uh other people that I know and it, and I love Nashville as well but you know that was canceled uh, a few weeks back and uh there we go so no I'm not there but no neither is anybody else I'm here in Wayne Manor like I'm supposed to be uh and as I as I choose to be um you know that uh, aside from that uh you know I'm supposed to be in Nashville and uh but I lost my whole train of thought. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, I I am. I forgot while I'm here. I, I do have my big uh piping mug of hot coffee in my drink coffee hail satan mug. Uh the in the big 15-ounce bastard son of a bitch, bad boy that Alicia and Chris Stamps got for me. Thank you again, guys. That I got a nice cold. Topo Chico, and I got my grandpappy's medicine, which, you know, I think that what happened was I didn't prime the pump this morning. That's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. And for that, I apologize. You know, I have, uh, uh, you know, I usually will uh, enjoy a nice grandpappy medicine bowl while I'm preparing the show and doing, you know, putting my notes together and doing the tarot reading stuff. Uh, but today, I, I just got into work mode and was doing it. And, you know, I was all done and set up. And I was like, oh, I got load a bowl now so i took my time doing that and i took about two puffs or so uh two or three maybe but it's you know it, it's that first little wave that hits you and you're like uh, oh what yes that's where we're at right now but you know while we're on the topic yeah you need that right now. You know, if if one thing I would say after this, they should uh, just mandatorily legalize uh, marijuana recreationally across all 50 states, <coughs> even Alaska and Canada or whatever. Not Canada. <coughs> Man, this is good weed. Alaska and uh, the other one, Hawaii. <coughs> yeah, so... <coughs> Because everybody could uh, definitely benefit from smoking a big ol' uh, doobie right now, I think. Or most people. Or, you know, not if you've got the lung problems or something. But you eat a big um, space pie or something, and you just go to space, and that's what we should do. Uh, what I did have been doing this week, well, first of all, before I get into that, let me say, uh, last week we did give a, a shout-out to all of my Patreon uh, supp- uh patrons as i do you know the first episode of the month everybody gets a shout out uh but i do have a new uh patron i want to shout out to uh who joined uh this week miko reese what's up miko uh i met miko in virginia at uh scarce at care and she's super awesome and we've talked a bunch uh <clears throat> Since then, online, she's you know supports and she follows and definitely uh, gives a, a hard time to myself and uh, my brother Christopher Triana, and it's all in good fun. But uh, Miko is, is a is a hip hip lady. Uh, thank you so much, Miko, for for joining the Patreon. I appreciate it. Oh, so much. You have my utmost, uh, respect and appreciation. And if you would like, uh, listeners out there want to, you know, give, a check out my Patreon, maybe throw a couple bucks your old Uncle Johnny's way, just go to patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And, uh, all the tiers are there. I'm giving away books and art and all kinds of cool stuff with each, uh, tier. But, um, any tier you join gets you access to my other weekly podcast, The Awesome Dude for Life boner bonus podcast, uh, in which I talk to uh the people in my life that I meet on the road, a lot of the people that I talk about in this very podcast, John Wayne Lied to you. Uh I'm talking with them uh now. And and these are, you know, all over Skype now because of this, but you know what? No less uh, you know for the weary or whatever, you know, they are still, these are dynamite. Uh, these are, these are turning out to be some pretty cool dynamite little podcasts and I'm, uh, I'm very, very happy with them. And, you know, as I mentioned, maybe last week and I've been saying this again and again, it you know, get the podcast part of those conversations is certainly secondary because it's that, conversation the reconnection just to see someone that you know your familiar face that you know and love on the screen and you're talking to them all of that has done me so much good uh that it's it's almost like stealing that i get a podcast out of it you know so y- check that out any tier that you subscribe to on my patreon get you access to the, to the episodes of that podcast and uh just like every week i've been doing a, a little teaser i'll drop in um Part of an interview conversation I had with someone who is on uh, this current week's Awesome Dude for Life podcast, and this shall be no exception. A little bit later on, I'll uh, I'll uh, insert, if you will, <clears throat> part of the conversation I had with uh, my very good friend and one of my favorite uh, authors, super talented guy, uh, Danger Slater. So that's going to be an that was an awesome uh, conversation, and uh, if you don't know Danger. Uh, you should and listen to this and check it out so we'll we 'll hear a little bit about uh from me and danger's conversation later, but yeah that 's the kind of stuff we do and uh I send all kinds of cool stuff out and uh it's it 's fun and it 's I very much appreciate it this is tough times for everyone y'all i mean we know that it's it 's tough times, so if you 're out there and you are working you know and You can afford to support an artist, not just myself, but any, any local artists out there in your community, look for, you know, there's online sales and and events that are, are kind of coming together and, and trying to help, uh, I'm going to be a part of one, uh, at the end of the month, that Thorn and Moon Magical Market is doing, which I've sing the praises of very highly here on the podcast. They they're putting together a virtual market that I'm going to be a part of. Uh, more on that later, but but things like that are happening. So you know, if if you can afford to throw a couple you know a couple bucks uh, towards towards the arts right now, it would be much appreciated. Again, not just me, but if you want to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead. Uh, if you just even want to give a one time donation, you can do that. You don't have to join anything, and I will be your best friend. Um, that's not in writing. I will be, I'm very grateful for all the support that I get. Even the people that just listen to the podcast, it means, uh, it means a ton to me and <clears throat> things like that mean a lot right now, especially I think. So thank you guys very much from the bottom of my black little shriveled up heart. But, uh, yeah, so, so I've been doing those, those conversations, like I said, those Skype podcasts and such. And I did, uh, I be, you know this week was no exception I actually had a a very uh you know f- very fun and and lengthy conversation with my uh <clears throat> my man Charles the the animal steel uh steel in uh South Carolina he is a uh, Funko Pop uh enthusiast collector <clears throat> club runner all kinds of stuff this guy is uh uh all about the Funko Pops we met in Charlotte earlier uh, in uh we met in Charlotte in 2019 like the end of this last year or whatever and uh been kept in touch since I actually just designed a logo for uh him his name is uh, his handle is Funko Hunter 803 so he had you know had some ideas that he wanted to do and, and I put it all together so whenever he reveals that you can check that out but he and I talked a long time about you know collecting and and pops and stuff and it was it was a lot, very fun uh very in uh insightful and informational podcast it was I talked to uh, conversation and it podcast, you know, and, I, and it's cool because I'm not just talking to other authors on here. I'm not just talking to, you know, uh, the same kind of artist all the time. You know, it's like, this guy's got a whole wealth of knowledge on something completely different and tells me about all these, the other side of, of this whole kind of, you know, collection. So it was very fucking cool. Uh, regardless of, like I said, it, it will be a podcast uh, soon in a couple of weeks, but um that was a cool conversation i also just got to talk to people without podcast you know behind it uh i chatted with carrie and andy again uh anderson prunty and cv hunt if you will we just sat and you know sat around and shot the shit basically as if we were just sitting at a convention or in the hotel room drinking beers and waxing and uh poetic if you will you know we were just kind of uh just doing just talking and uh that was fun and then um you know there was a couple challenges i had where some big things got uh convention wise i mean and event wise got postponed slash in danger of being completely canceled that uh <clears throat> that was tough that really bummed me out uh quite a bit this week and um You know, that was the, that was pretty much the straw that broke the whatever where I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done with this. I'm not, I'm not even going to let this. I'm just going to expect that all, just expect that everything's going to be fucked. And some of this, most of it's probably not going to happen, but what can I do? I can't sit here and get fucking upset about it every single time I think about it. But, you know, uh, one of those things was Printer's Row, I'll say, which is one of my favorite things in Chicago. So uh, Michael Allen Rose and I actually chatted, video chat for a while, trying to, you know, come up with another plan and and uh, what the plan for that moving forward looks like. You know, they did, they have it tentatively rescheduled for September, but, you know, who the fuck knows. So <clears throat> still tr- trying to figure out other things. We're we're still um, working towards, you know, something. And I, I like that. Uh you know, we're not, nobody's sitting around here, at least nobody on, you know, that I know of in my little area going, ah, fuck it, sit on my hands and cry, you know, we're trying to figure our way through this, trying to do our best, and it's gonna be a lot, a lot of trial and error, it's gonna be a lot more error than, than uh, probably we would like, but fuck, man, you know, at least we're trying, you gotta try, so I just keep on doing that, so, so I had a great conversation with Charles, man, and and uh, great conversation with Carrie and Andy, and again with Michael and you know even if if printer's row is not in june uh, I, I and we're not like wearing uh, biohazard suits by then, I might just have to make a you know, a fucking drive to Chicago just to visit because that's the time of year I need to be there. And me and maybe Michael and uh, Michael Allen Rose and I will f- put something cool together that we can do on a small scale. I don't know. Like all these things, at least we're thinking. We're thinking of things. You know, we're not just waiting for somebody to tell us it's not going to happen. We're trying to come up with uh b- backup plans, scenarios, what ifs, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, don't worry. It, when this dust settles, I will still, everybody's still going to be, I'm going to still be here. I'm not going anywhere. Uh, and, you know, it just might be a little different for a while. That's all. But who fucking knows? Um, so I guess, uh, did anything else really significant happen this week? I'm trying to think. Oh man, I am drawing these <clears throat> really funny... Uh, pictures for this magazine that Nick P and I are are putting together. That's another thing that that I've been we've been working on this daily, and you know, talking to each other through text and stuff. But uh, you know, yeah, as yet, uh, as yet, untitled uh, collaborative magazine that Nick and I, Nick P and I, are putting together. I'm I'm leaning for gas money, G A S S money, is what I'm leaning for as a title. But it's it's gonna be like a you know, Mad Magazine style on a take on a pulp you know the 1940s pulp comic type things that they had um with all different kind of segments you know a superhero a detective adventure you know that kind of thing and uh different interesting segments and I think I talked about Texas style last week I, I'm I drew several of the the pictures for that um that segment kind of experimenting with a different style and coloring in uh, in black and white like in uh like i'm using all grayscale to to color these pictures instead of colors because you know in the magazine they're going to be more, most likely it's going to be in black and white so i just you know and plus it kind of looks cool that way honestly to play around with that so been doing that and that's been keeping me quite uh busy and quite uh entertained uh oh, wrote a new john wayne is dead song as well um been working on a, on some new songs you know we wrote I wrote one before all of this happened and we were messing with it, but we didn't get too far into it. And then I just came up with something else over the last week or so, just messed with it for a little while and sent it, you know, recorded it, sent it to Chris. Uh, You know, he told me it was terrible, like always, but he assures me he'll fix it and make it good. So thank you, Chris. But (laughs) now we are also looking at this thing called Jam Kazam, which some of you may have heard of. It's an on, on a way for you to, Pra- like rehearse with as a band online uh over like um a Skype type thing but there's no uh lag which is the prop which is why it's hard to do that because you know no matter what you have there's going to be some kind of lag between when you're talking to somebody you know through this kind of internet format but you have to hardwire your shit so you can't have wifi and uh you know I don't even have a like an Ethernet hookup on my on my laptop, so I have to get a converter, like a USB or whatever. Then then I can run the cord. But anyway, that's we're working on that. Hopefully by this week, sometime we'll have uh, have that up and running, and he and I can work on things virtually. And if I if I do, I'll you know tell you all about that as as well. So uh, you know, before we get into our uh, tarot reading, I think that we will hear. Uh, As I teased earlier, um, an excerpt from my good friend, uh, very most excellent author and all around awesome dude for sure, uh, Mr. Danger Slater. So let's check it out. Check out. Speaking of that, that's one thing I do like to talk about is when we actually met each other and we met IRL in real life, as the kids say, um, what I like to say, at uh it was my second the second Bizarro con that I went to, your first, I believe. Yeah. Um what was that I think it 2014, was. yeah. 2014, here you come. Young strapping, big swinging dick, danger slater coming wow. in, dropping fucking dick on everybody. Um, uh, no, but uh I met you there. Um, you had some stuff going on, uh, you had a few books out. Uh, with with Kevin Strange and whatnot, right? Like Stranger Danger was that? This is like around that time, that era, around that. yeah, if you will. <laughs> but then I I I got to see you again at uh Texas Frightmare not too long after that, or maybe like clo- almost a year or something. When was that? In the summer? When was? Uh, let's
1: see. Well, BizarroCon would have happened in November, and I think Frightmare was April, April or okay. May. It was like yeah. six months later.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I-
1: I had your phone number for some reason, though, or maybe that's when I got I, your phone.
0: I gave it to you. Okay. Yeah, that was all fucked up because uh, I think I, t- I think I've told you this before, but, I, but like uh, that was uh, I was dating my wife Katie right now, who's currently my wife. Uh, if she plays her cards right, she'll stay that way. But um, we were dating then, and uh, <laughs> I went to Texas Frightmare because uh Seamus and Erica were running rooster republic and they're like hey come out and be at the booth and we're putting your book out whatever and I was all super excited like yes I love it and I remember like I get there it's like about to open I bring Katie she's like sure I'll go to this thing with you and I uh I think I ate like two grams of mushrooms like a 30 milligram Adderall and I'm standing out in front of the place, like smoking a cigarette when I used to smoke cigarettes. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be so awesome. And Katie comes up to me and she's like, I don't think I'm going to like this at all. And I was like, oh, no. So like uh, it, and it wasn't like this is not her thing. But we had a that I was dealing with that. And then we hung out with you. But then we went to leave at one point and her car broke down. And Like that was it. It was just like, OK, that's it. Go back to the Airbnb. But then you told me later you thought that I didn't like you because I like didn't text you back or left or something. Like, are you okay? That's exactly what. And
1: we didn't know we like we were. I guess we had met six months earlier, but we weren't. It's not like we were good buddies or anything. No, no, we it's right? just like, just like, like oh, this guy's a yeah. cool guy. And, I, and it was a little, because it was my first BizarroCon, it's a little overwhelming. I'm meeting like hundreds yeah. of people for the first time, you know, and it's all these people that I've known online.
0: Hundreds, and, yeah. And that was like when there was 500 people at that BizarroCon. Yeah. So maybe not, maybe, those,
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, hundreds, but there was a lot of people there. Yeah,
0: no, I know. It feels like that. It's overwhelming.
1: Well, but, you know what it was? Because it's that the first year at a BizarroCon specifically, or probably anyone who goes to any kind of convention where you it's like or a writers conference where you've read a lot of people, so I was like trying to match the real person with their avatar from Facebook with like their name and like trying right. to get everything straight. And it just seemed like three times as many people because I'm like, there's three pieces of information that I can identify somebody with, and you know, yeah, you're all I don't know. It was confusing. It's That's very- not the point, of this, though. <laughs> I had some other point I was about to make. <laughs>
0: um. Oh, that's okay. I forget what I'm talking about all the time on this. So uh, we were uh, we were talking about uh, how we met at bizarre. Oh, we were just acquaintances at Texas Frightmare. Yeah. And, so yeah,
1: yeah. Like I, I think I hit, I sent you my phone number too. Like because we're like, oh, let's all meet up. Like you were saying, and, and you did come by, but I don't know. Like I kept hitting you up. I'm like, dude, oh, we're gonna be in this room. Oh, we're gonna be over here later. And you're just like, no.
0: Nah. I was dude. I was, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, in, okay. I was in a fucking Airbnb. The longest yard the remake was on and uh we it was a whole ordeal to get the car fucking taken care of and get it back to the thing. And uh I was like and of course like you know, it was like if you want to go back out, you can you know, but no, it was just not gonna happen. Um and probably maybe for the best, dude, maybe we all would have died that night if I'd have come back, you know? Uh, Who knows we
1: would
0: have. I, 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 I wish would have. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have been
1: awesome. well. <laughs> like, but like, we wouldn't, we weren't even super close friends then. So it'd have been like two kind of casual acquaintances. Yeah. Died in an elevator accident after getting eaten by wolves. I don't know. Like, whatever, however it went. And down.
0: like, Tara Reed, fuck, like, fucking, uh, wears our skin later. That Tara kind of Reed thing.
1: fucked us off until we died.
0: Oh, that would not be bad. I mean, she's <laughs> <is> all right. <laughs> She was right next to the table, remember? She was like right by that Rooster Republic table.
1: She was you know? not into us or anything we were doing or anything oh, we were about.
0: She was definitely not. No, no, no. Dude, and, and that's funny because I've I've interacted with a lot of people I'm not inter I mean, I've interacted with a lot of people like that now in conventions where I'm like, oh, cool. You're you're really not a nice person. Um, but then I meet a lot of really nice, nice, cool people that are but uh I don't know. I don't try to meet those celebrities. I'm not trying to go up to Tara Reid and be like, what's up, Tara? Remember me? I have I have a dick. You know, it's like, yeah, it's not my thing.
1: But I mean, it's not like I don't think we're I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I don't get like starstruck and I'm not really into getting autographs or anything. But she's literally sitting two feet away from us. Like, you know, and she, I, I kept working I kept up, up, that's what you do. You interact with the people sitting next to you. It's just how it goes. I kept uh, backing
0: into her space on accident, like, behind her little fucking rope and shit.
1: Our booth could have been on fire, and she just would have, like, sneered at us.
0: She would have set it on more fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She would have summoned a Sharknado to take us all out.
0: Oh, shit. Fuck that. You know, I was just talking about uh, how the only thing I think I'm afraid of is sharks. But not a Sharknado in the real world sharks because they're fucking real and right. we shouldn't be out in the ocean
1: I feel the like ocean. As, and,
0: you know that's where they live
1: well as a, as a texas boy i feel like you should be more afraid of the tornado part than the shark part because there's not like i mean i guess there's a little bit of ocean touching texas but for the most part it's, it's not too you know based around the ocean or the sea
0: well we're well where i'm at in houston we're like 40 minutes from the the from the beach okay mexico so we're kind of like right that's why we get hit all fucking weird with hurricanes and that's why the humidity is all low now we're not like right near the beach boy but we're like we're pretty fucking close where houston is uh tornadoes are more like north texas and all that kind of like wet like uh west texas out there back in el paso and shit we get we get tornadoes for sure but you know what yeah
1: fuck
0: tornadoes Dude, i can hide from a tornado in a basement if i'm in the ocean and the shark is coming after me i might as well just be d- i'm done you're done
1: here's what the do here's d- the trick though this is what you do uh, so the a shark clam- it clamps down on your leg uh-huh. go for the eye with, with whatever you can right it's like you just it's start jamming sneakers in it yeah because that's it's like it's the sweet point
0: do you think you'd have the presence of mind to do that while you're being eaten by a shark
1: probably not You'd yeah that's like what... oh my god i hope i don't lose my dick first thought
0: first thought. <laughs> and, then, and then you reach that's, down that's... you feel it and immediately start jacking it because you know you're done you're done
1: turns out that's the that's the perfect shark repellent just busting up hot load right in its fucking face
0: <laughs> oh dude that's like best kept secrets of the deep or something like that yeah. like God, what if that was true? That would be... That's why all those fucking scuba suits have that opening in the fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> For the fucking shark propellant.
1: That would have made Jaws a very different movie if the three of them just lined up on the back of the boat and just all started being locked into the water at the same yep. time.
0: Yeah, no, they made that movie. I'll send you a link later. But, um... <laughs> not Link later, but Link...
1: <laughs> Richard Linklater. <Lincoln. laughs>
0: uh shit so you are in portland oregon what what's uh what's the situation like up there normal all fucked up like us or what what's happening
1: uh, uh right now it's just like a big it's like a permanent sunday yeah that's what it feels like because i because i've been going out and about and doing a little work every day out in the world and people right. are just kind of like hanging out their houses and
0: I feel that, yeah, it feels like a Sunday, and, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, they're all in their PJs and just kind of chilling, and, you know, aside from the grocery stores being out of a few items, like, it's just, it's a, it's like a week-long Sunday so far, so I'm sure we're all about to die, but it you know, at least we got a nice long weekend before it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you know, you keep saying that, uh, uh, yeah, like, that's, that's kind of how it is here, too, like, we're, I don't know, Katie has been to the grocery store leisurely uh i've been to the corner store to get beer several times uh it's like i was i said on my instagram that it was like the like the bill hicks bit when he's like you know talking about cnn saying like aids war famine recession depression and he looks out his window and it's just like crickets and i was like where where is all this shit fucking happening you know it's uh it's weird but you look at the news and it's nothing but awfulness right now there's not a goddamn good thing on the news so it's just like it, it does feel like we're like I'm waiting for a shoe to drop, but I, but it probably won't. Oh, what if we're already dead, dude? We're all <laughs> fucking bloated COVID corpses right now, man. It's co- telecommuting through the death vibe or something.
1: Well, That's a problem because then nothing matters, and we could really, we could really just start tearing shit up. I guess that would be a little more. <laughs> that'd be a lot more fun than going to work, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Let's just start tearing shit up, man. Fuck it. Fuck it. So like but it's like pretty laid back around around up there anyway. Like you no one's like
1: no one's freaking out.
0: Panic buying or uh that kind of crazy shit.
1: From like pasta and toilet paper, which is kind of how it is I believe everywhere. Like it yeah. kind of stuff disappeared, but I was just at the grocery store an hour ago and I uh, got everything I needed except for those two items you know which i could live without
0: yeah i just wash your ass in the shower or you know your bidet or i'm sure you got something up there some leaves or something
1: do it uh like 1850 style yeah
0: oh get a good pine cone get you some with a good amount of like uh you know traction on it i would say call it scoop that right through your ass you're good dude
1: you can use the pine sack to seal your ass up and then you won't have to worry about shitting ever again.
0: You're a fucking step ahead of me, my man. And you throw that pine cone and you've already fertilized a pine oh, tree. Yeah. Okay, good to go. All right, there you go. Mr. Danger Slater up there in Portland, keeping it real and nasty for all of us out here uh, down south. <clears throat> so if you want to check out the rest of that uh, conversation in that episode, and all of the other episodes that I have on my Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash dead And uh, any tier that you sign up for gets you access to the podcast every week when it comes out, plus all the other goodies that I uh, throw in there and kind of things that I've been working on doing actually so about uh, patrons people that are on my patreon right now watch this week you're going to start getting some uh videos and and song things that i'm putting together sneak peeks of john is dead stuff as well as uh you know readings and things like that so those those are coming down the pipe this week starting so check it out and if you join the patreon hey you have something to look forward to uh other than uh the obvious which is you're awesome so Moving right along, I think, to our three-card tarot reading of the week. Uh, as you may know or not know, I do a three-card tarot reading on myself before the show every week where I just jot down the thoughts and things that I'm thinking about from the past week while I'm shuffling up the cards and then uh, just kind of refocus those thoughts through the uh, prism of what these cards kind of stand for and just get a different perspective on things and maybe get to get a different vibe, think about things a little bit differently. So... um I also do this on my Instagram at John Wayne is dead. I do a card of the day reading every day on my story every morning. So if you're into that, check that out as well. So, but this week, um, of course, you know, here I am in, in our solitary confinement uh, quarantine and I'm thinking, uh, you know, my thoughts are motivation, you know, staying motivated, finding motivation for projects, different things, you know, uh, that kind of motivation, problem solving, obviously, like I talked about earlier, trying to figure out ways around this, trying to trying to try new things, solve this in some way. Uh, managing expectations. You know, I that kind of goes with what I said earlier. I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to get, you know, down about this anymore. I, I made the decision. It's like manage my expectations of what this looks like uh, one week from now versus one month from now versus two months from now and just kind of manage my expectations accordingly and, and come up with some backup plans as well. And also uh laser focus. It seems like a lot of the, the cards that I've had on my card of the day this week have talked about um, being focused, paying attention to your focus, refocusing your idea, stopping, taking a break, you know, a pause to uh, assess the situation, refocus on, what your goal is and and get rid of all these other things that are kind of cluttering up that area right now so you know that that kind of focus is what i i'm talking about here so first card i drew was uh the empress reversed so the empress reversed is a card of uh creative block and uh Dependence on others is its its main kind of deal, so this card, when it comes up like this, it's saying it's very important to focus on self love and self self care right now um you know you've given you know we've given uh, power away by placing too much emphasis on someone else's emotional or material needs, and right now it's essential for you to fill up your own cup before taking care of others or you'll resent them, so you know I think right now that's applying that right now and like i'm just talking about myself here guys you know this is when i you know you like i said kind of get when you could get down a lot of us are getting down for sure without a doubt and maybe it is you know good to focus some love inward and take care of yourself by doing something cool uh in whatever little way we can right now um but just you know also just not being so hard on yourself i think is a big step and a big part of of self love that we might not think about all the time uh and like it, like it says you know some people maybe giving you know you're placing too much emphasis on someone else you know, maybe we're leaning heavy on somebody now maybe you know whatever this is a weird time but it's it's important that you make sure you take care of yourself because like it says you're going to come to resent that person if you just keep giving Uh, everything you have all the time and you'd never even get that back or, or fill yourself back up. You know, I, I definitely can see that. Um, Also this card says it's uh, spend more time in nature to reconnect to it. So that might be like all we can do right now. So that's, that's why I kind of noted that, Um, you know, we can't, you know, go out in a big, group of anybody doing anything. But, you know, I I, I walk my dogs every morning all around the neighborhood. People are still, you know, sitting outside in their yards and doing stuff. And, you know, so you don't need to be in necessarily a public place or a park or anything to do this. You know, you could sit in your backyard or if you're in an apartment, I don't know what to tell you. There's got to be somewhere you could sit, maybe just be outside for a little bit. I think we underestimate the value of, of that, uh, getting out of the house sometimes you know, now, especially that we're forced to reconcile with it, I guess, you know, even I, I've found like drive, like I said this before, drive into the, the corner store here, uh, or the UPS store to send books off. It, it's such a short drive, but it's like, I get super happy to do it. Like, I can't even listen to a full song, uh, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like that's that little thing. And I didn't even realize how happy that made me until I did it. And I was like, oh shit, you know, we kind of realized that. Um, <clears throat> You so you may this you may have a creative block due to you're like worrying a lot right now, which that makes sense. Um, but you know if you can reduce that and let your creative energy flow, uh, and just get the idea out, y- even if it's in its basest form, um, <clears throat> like that, and and that being like even if it's a, a such a skeleton of the idea that you're like Jesus Christ, is even worth writing this you know, two sentences that, yes, it is, it is, you know, that may be what is the block, because you're, just because you're so hesitant to do that one little thing, because you're like, ah, this isn't anything, or I, I don't even know how I would do this, who cares, write it down, do, you know, whatever, put it, put it into motion in some way, um, I think, and that will let, you know, kind of the block dissolve, and, and you start letting things, flow because then you're thinking about what you wrote down you see it you know you think differently about it all that kind of stuff um also this this call uh card uh calls for body image love as well um you know i everybody has body image issues i think uh most people do i I myself included and uh you know i think that goes hand in hand with this kind of self-love that this card is talking about you kind of have to be like loving yourself in all fashions and uh I do mean well you dirty bastards talking about jerking off I know what you're thinking I was thinking it too so um <laughs> be sure also in this if in a relationship it says be sure not to become too motherly um if that if you think that's happening like and that can be on the guy side as well this doesn't just you know apply to women um it, it's time think about making sure your relationships are on an adult adult level uh where you create independence and trust and I just I just put that I thought that was important to say like now because we are all f- with each other a lot more and with our partners a lot more uh than we normally would and it's different and I know whoa shit probably hard for some people and harder for others um luckily it's been not a problem for my wife Katie and I uh she works from home a lot anyway so it wasn't too big of a change but we haven't started having a any crazy issues but hey the knight is a puppy right huh we'll see next card six of pentacles um so this is a card of giving receiving sharing wealth <clears throat> generosity charity i've had this in my card of the week or card of the day reading a couple of weeks ago it's a good card um this card is basically saying you're in a position to give back right now give back support and uh, you know, it does have a, a lot of emphasis on finance, financial things with this card, but I'm not really re- reading it that way right now because, you know, yes, it does, you know, some people, you may be in a position to give back financially to somebody, but mainly it's about giving back emotionally, giving your time right now, giving wisdom, sharing, you know, whatever we have with each other and not to, you know, underestimate and I cuz I always write this down with this card cuz I like the way it's phrased the intangible gift of your presence and in, in in a support form now that does now I know what you're saying we can't go over to anybody's house but like I said the Skype thing like that's kind of being in the presence I mean that's a bastard version of it yes I know but it helps it helps me in that sense so it it's yes this card pentacles you know always deal with material and earth and all that kind of stuff you know but it, you know i'm i'm kind of focusing on more the more emotional side of this card um, so this card also says you can uh you know you're in this position to offer a loan in some way it helps somebody uh but you know it's important for you yourself to know that this is a short term thing not and it's not sustainable, so be sure to encourage whoever this person is to be self sufficient now that also does not have to just be financially uh for sure like you know you can be someone who's offering you know yourself to somebody for emotional support and you know, on the on the terms that you you know that you're you're trying to help them get through it, so eventually they have reconciled with it and moved on. But what if they just keep coming back? They're they're refusing to do the work or whatever. That's you know that's this exact same thing. You need to encourage self sufficiency um, in whatever you're you know support you're giving as well. Uh, if you're <clears throat> if you're some, if you're on the receiving end of this uh, of this loan whatever it is, be sure you accept with gratitude, but also on your side. Be sure you're working for self sufficiency. Don't become reliant on this person or people you you don't become submissive and desperate. This is not the time to do that right now. You know, take the help you know I think that this is this is a good card for right now because a lot of us are gonna need help and we need but we can't just rely on that like a government stimulus check or a fucking you know deferred payment on this and that can't just rely on that and keep going back to that well we're gonna have to be sufficient in one way or another self-sufficient again uh probably sooner rather than later and you know that's it that's just how it's gonna be so we need to think about these things on both both sides of that coin i think um Next card, eight of cups reversed. So this is a card of trying one more time indecision, aimless drifting and walking away. So this card says you may be in an assist. It's you may be in a situation where you're deciding if you want to walk away or give it one more shot. Um, So basically with, with that, it's saying to check, check in with your intuition, your inner voice to understand which course you could, you should choose. And, and, by that, I mean, definitely take that pause to listen to, you know, what your intuition is saying, what your gut says. Um, just, uh, it's it's important to take that break away, take that step away and not, maybe not be impulsive in this situation um, it, or with this decision, you know, really put some focus into it and really when you look at your into yourself as far as like do you want to do it or not also look you know the long term projections of whatever this is going to be think about that as well um <clears throat> you know before you make the decision of to do do it again try it some more or walk away from this particular thing that you're doing uh listen to your heart listen to your heart uh that was, I think, that's a, the Bachelor thing that's coming up. I'm not sure. Listen to your heart for the next course of action to take. Again, this card is all about the intuition, listening to your inner heart. Uh, important to focus on what's important to you right now w- with this course of action, not what's important to other people uh, at this time. What's important to you is in in regards to your decision in this. this in your part of the decision. I mean, um, be mindful uh, you know, be mindful if this may seem cool and you may be totally into it, but like, ser- be be serious with yourself. If it, uh, is, is really aligned with your high your, your main goal, your higher goal, is this going to elevate you further to, to that goal? Or is it just something that you're going to spin your wheels on? Is it something completely unrelated? Like I said, that you just think is cool. I mean, and that's, Fine. You know, passion projects and stuff are cool. But but it's saying like, make sure that if this is, you know, something that you need to be doing, I guess, um, what's your other workload look like as far as the things towards your goal are, are going? What, what do you have lined up where that is? Do you, do you really realistically have time to go fucking build a, a ship in a bottle right now? No, I mean, do you? I don't know uh you know but that's not going to i don't that's not going to help me be a good writer or a better writer or storyteller or whatever to do a, a ship in a bottle right now so that's what i think like, that's just an example of what i think this is saying also um okay so this is the, la- the last bit about this car like so it says you may also be wrestling with not ever feeling uh, satisfied satisfied in in your life with your decisions and all that kind of stuff, um but what this is calling for you to do or saying, begin to design your life around uh begin begin to design things around your your perfect life, the optimal life, the life that you want to live, and that's way easier said than done i know and but it's steps that you can do or even things that just change uh you can change small things that are easy to do like uh your your wardrobe, what you wear, if you want to be more fashionable in some way or another, just start dressing like that. You know, that's one way that you've you have control over to sculpt your life into what you want it to be. You know, that that's I I can tell you myself I've, you know, hacked away at this uh very very much myself throughout my life and you know, have been designing this life that I have around the ideal life that I've wanted and it's uh you know lining up pretty close you know i'm uh, I'm, uh you know a, a lovable man child who's covered in tattoos and lives in a horror basement with uh, a million toys and a, a wife who is uh, totally cool with me being weird and i smoke weed all the time and it's great it's great and um you know but that was that that was not an overnight thing at all. That was definitely, like, what, like a 22-year process or some shit? Who knows? But uh, definitely hard. It's definitely work but can be done, e- even in little ways to just kind of design your life or change your life to go towards the direction that would be your ideal life. So... There you go. But anyway, that's our card reading for this, uh, our tarot reading for this week. Uh, I got something out of that. I hope you did as well. And if you're into this at all, be sure to check out my Instagram story every single day in the morning. I give a card of the day reading at John Wayne is dead and right. And when it's done, it goes right onto my YouTube channel, the John Wayne is dead YouTube channel, where you can catch up for the week or listen again. If it, you know, you missed it or whatever. So, uh, thank you guys so much. Now, Onto our story uh, portion of the podcast, something struck me uh, again. I, I, a weird thought that just put that I put this in my head, where I was like, "Oh man, I have to tell the story." I don't even know if I've told it before. Uh, but anyway, this is another letters to Voltron story. Uh, this has to do with some some epic letters to Voltron after partying. Uh, we'll call this one uh, the L two V party spot so this was uh several years ago when uh letters to voltron was kicking and and going that's uh if you don't know that's a band i used to play in uh it was like started off as a acoustic kind of rock uh parody band and became like a comedy band and became like this funny but extremely heavy progressive band go figure but we um we did have a a a small fan base you know very small albeit one uh for sure and a few of the like the people that stuck with us through all of those changes through you know, being, a acoustic first and then being acoustic with a drummer and then get having another, getting another drummer and becoming, you know, completely different, like, you know, amps and keyboards and all kinds of stuff. Um, and, and we had, uh, one, one of these people, um, uh, who, a, a awesome young lady who's been a fan for, I, even, I saw her recently at a show and, um, that Johnny's is Dead did, and she still, you know, asked how Letters of what you know, what we did, or, you know, what happened with the band. Anyway, she's awesome. So she was one of those, like, great fans. Uh, I don't want to, like, you know, use any names or anything, but she is awesome. So we, we played this show. Um, it had to have been kind of close to where I lived at the time, because this was back when I lived in uh, another house close to Wayne Manor uh, with my ex-wife, but there, in that that house in the backyard, had uh, what I've talked I've talked about this building before, but it's it's it was called a casita or a mother-in-law house. Some people call it. I called it the mansion, and it's basically like just a small house. I mean, it had a bathroom with a shower and a full kitchen and uh, a living room and a bedroom. I mean, it was badass. And we, you know, basically changed the the bedroom part into the chill room with the podcast studio for the podcast that we were doing at the time and you know the record player and tv and couch was in there and then we changed the whole you know living room kitchen area which all opened up into one big space you know into itself basically into the practice space where we just practiced in there all the time and uh it was very cool but uh we must have been somewhere close I i can't i wish i could remember exactly where um because after the show uh we were up for a still party and we were going to go back to the mansion this myself Robbie and and Marty the sauce and uh to to the mansion and Nick P was with us so we might this might have been an after a Fitzgerald show as a matter of fact I think it was uh that's that's why this is uh close to my house cuz if we were on the north side um, some of the bars we'd play on the north side. It's kind of a, a lengthy drive for people up there to to drive down to party at my house and then have to leave and drive home. So, so we were close to my house, and we they we said we were gonna go home and just like hang out at the mansion and party. And this young lady is like, "Hey, can I can we come?" And she mean, meaning her and her boyfriend. And I was like uh yeah if y'all want to i mean we don't care yeah we're just gonna party you know we, she's like all right yeah after party i want to go and she's like we're like all right cool cool so i give her the address and and you know the directions whatever we all pack up and go and we get there and get back into the mansion And also what's cool about the mansion was you could be back there and be fucking loud play music yell at each other and you know it didn't it wasn't like I was bothering anybody. My, you know, my wife at the time was in the the regular house sleeping. She didn't, it wasn't anything. It that place was so awesome. <clears throat> but we get in there and uh, you know, I, I don't know what she expected or I don't even know what we expected, but you know, our idea of a party is we were just kind of hanging around. First, we were just like sitting there and like Nick came in and I think he's like what the fuck kind of thing is this I thought you guys were having a party you're not even playing any music or anything what the fuck is y'all are sitting around you know that's something Nick does a lot uh still to this day calls you on shit and I appreciate it so I think we had like I think I know I, I know I was like I'm I'm loading a bowl right now I'm trying to get that ready and we were passing out beers and stuff because You know, this had to have been later than you could buy beer on a Saturday night. But we always had a pretty good stock of beer in there in the mansion uh, for practices and such. So we're handing out beers, Nick's yelling at us. Uh, I'm loading a bowl in the bong that I've had forever, still have to this day, the Green Lantern. Uh, We were smoking heavy at it at that time. And, you know, this is when I forget sometimes uh, about how some people are like, yeah, I smoke with you, you know, and and they're not used to smoking like good weed or smoking at all. And they just like, yeah, sure. So this is kind of one of those times. So we give, uh, we pass the bong around and uh, I give it to our guests first. So the boyfriend hits it and then the girl hits it and she passes it and it gets back to me. And by that time, this guy, has already started to nod off like like bad like his head's going back and he's like no no i can't i don't want another one and i was like yeah man he probably should not do another one um so this guy so we smoked the bowl i I think she maybe took one more hit but didn't want any more after that but she was holding her maintaining it was not like this guy was out down for the count nick's yelling about music again i get up i put on the vinyl on the record player um the uh, single version of the Ghostbusters theme uh, by Ray Parker Jr., who you're going to call Ghostbusters. That's right. It's got uh, several versions of it, plus um an instrumental version, which we listened to it, listened to the other side, and then turned it back to listen to the first side again. Um. So I remember Nick put it into pretty good perspective at one point. He stopped, he's like, do you guys... St- just stop and look around. This is, you guys are a fucking rock and roll band. You're supposed to, this is your after party. You have people who came from the show here. And what are you guys doing? You're standing at the record player listening to Ray Parker Jr. while these two people, one guy's dead asleep on your couch already. The other one's not far from it. And and you're giggling. And there's like no, also, like you're not even talking to the people who are here. You're talking to each other. Is this what? a fucking after party is and uh you know we just kind of again we're like i I, you know what i think this is an official letters to voltron after party actually um and you know you you know the rules are you got to have one passed out person you got to listen to ray parker jr a minimum of six times you have to giggle you know and that's how we do it that's how we partied and from then on that's how we partied after after the fact you know we'd all get together and get someone all knocked out on weed no we never did that we that was one of the weaker parties but it always sticks with me uh i i know what it was happening earlier this week i was going through my records and i have that record still the the, the theme to ghostbusters ray parker junior on vinyl um with uh just different versions of it longer version i guess and the instrumental whatever it, it's it, it's funny to have stuff like that but no we did have many uh raging parties at that at that man- mansion after um after shows for sure uh involving such characters as the chief um the local skanks from new orleans uh all kinds of your favorite friends hacksaw man we had we did a lot of crazy shit in that place and it was awesome and now if you're wondering where it is it's been bulldozed down um and knocked over and gone and smoldering in the ashes and who cares but uh you know after that you know you gotta after that party we definitely laughed at it and said you know what this is pretty much a a lame party um and then I think also on the podcast that, that next day or something, Nick berated us again on the podcast we were doing at the time about how lame we were. It was like, I don't know. We were doing drugs and drinking. And you know, we're just listening. It's just like, you guys are fucking lame. You can't even party. And then I think uh, I told him like, hey, don't walk into this piece of glass that I have leaning up against the wall. And he said, I won't. And then like two seconds later, the glass crashed to the floor, shattered everywhere, and uh nick just started giggling so you know who's partying hard now that's what i say all right there you go that's an old school after party letters to voltron style hey you know we may not be led zeppelin but we're uh we were ourselves that's for sure we were ourselves um some of the kings of the after parties I've been to after shows where I have to give ma- major mad shouts out to Downfall 2012, they uh, have a house in which they live, which is a converted storage facility, which is awesome. And uh, we would, when we would play shows with them and the uh, that band and the other band I played with, you go to an after party at their house, you leave at like six in the morning. That's it. Like, that's how long it's going. Everyone's having a good time. And we all, that was, those were the, you know, we should have learned from those guys uh, how to party, but... You know, what are you going to do? Here we are, and that's all there is. So uh, thank you guys again for hanging out with me this week, checking out the, the show. If you'd like to listen to the Awesome Dude for Life Boner bonus podcast, uh, that comes out every week as well. Please go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash johnwayneisdead, and you get that podcast with any tier you sign up with, plus all the other goodies that come along with that. So thank you for that. You can go to johnwayneisdead.com and uh, check out uh, check out the dates page. It's It's pretty much fucked right now because everything keeps moving, but it'll get there. Uh, with concrete dates soon. Um, but also the shop page is there. Go to that. You can get all of my books, which are in stock right now at the store. The new metal uh, iridescent bookmark, which is almost gone. New John Wayne is Dead stickers. The John Wayne is Dead record. Shirts. All of that is there if you'd like uh to check it out. And that comes straight from me. So you'll get it autographed, signed, personalized. I send cool pieces of art with everything and, and uh, try to make it fun for you. So uh, also my books are on... Uh, amazon and kindle if that's your jam and easier anything helps and i appreciate it greatly thank you so much be sure to follow me at john wayne is dead on instagram and twitter and on facebook at my name john wayne communale and uh yeah thanks guys until uh you know until next time i gotta say uh let's party on and i ain't afraid of no ghost